0: songs of praises to our God and uh, I want to say thank you so much for joining us today at Go Center. For those of you are here let's just give a good welcome to those of our of our friends who are joining us on television today. Well today is a good day. We thank God for the sunshine, we thank God that you know he has made a day and Another day for us and when God makes a day, it's always a good day. You know when it's a bad day It's human beings who have spoiled it But we shouldn't spoil it. We thank God for the day which God has made and it is a good day because today is Sunday We praise the Lord. We are going to take time to listen to the voice of God And we want to thank you so much, especially those of you on television who have sent us messages We are grateful for encouraging us to go on with the work we are doing, and may the Lord richly bless you. We will get back to you soon. Today I want to take you into the Word of God, and uh, I'm still continuing with the series which I've started quite a while ago, which is entitled Family Under Attack. And today I want to speak about the feminine blessing. The feminine blessing. I was hoping I would get some amens from some ladies here, you know, but uh, anyway, I'm sure it will still come. Praise God. You know, God is the one who has made us male and female, and we thank God for everything which he has done. And if you only discover what he has done, you will be surprised how wonderful and how beautiful it works out in our lives if only we walk in his footsteps. Let's turn to the book of Proverbs chapter 31, and I'm going to read verse 30 and 31. I will read a little bit more about that chapter later on, but for now, I want to read verse 30. Proverbs 31, verse 30, it says, Charm is deceptive, and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her the reward she has earned and let her works bring her praise at the city gates. Then I want to go to Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. The Bible says here, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right. Everybody say "Just just right. For him. Praise the Lord. And I want to go to Proverbs again. Chapter 12, verse 4, and the Bible says here, A worthy wife is a crown for her husband. A worthy wife is a crown for her husband. But a disgraceful woman is like cancer in his bones. All right? Very clear, isn't it? And uh, 18, verse 22, same book, Proverbs. 18, 22, I think that's a scripture which most of us who care about the word of god know the bible says the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the lord or some some translation says the the man who finds a wife finds a good thing but i don't like that translation so much because a wife is not a thing okay ladies am i right so the man who finds a wife finds a treasure And receives favor from the Lord. Somebody discover that. (laughs) Let us pray. Lord, we want to give you thanks. We give you praise because you are the one who has made us in your kindness and love. You have a perfect plan for all of us. I want to thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, that you made us male and female, that you made us to be together in families, that you made us to be blessed, Lord. And I just want to pray, Lord, that today guide us through your word and let us learn what your desire is for the life in the family, for the life of the woman, for the life of the man, for the life of the children, and for the life in society. Lord Jesus, we want to thank you so much for your Holy Spirit to guide us through this word. In the name of the Lord, I pray. Amen. I'm talking about the feminine blessing. And I want you to understand one thing very, very clear. You know, the woman was made to be a blessing for the man. Should I say that again? Because I haven't heard much response, you know. The woman was made to be a blessing for the man. Okay, and of course, the man was made to be a blessing for the woman. But of course, man was there first. And the Bible tells us, that when man was around, he could not find somebody who was like him. And you know, when you go into the book of Genesis chapter one, you'll find that God did something. And then in the end of the day, God looked at it and everything was very good. The next day, God again did wonderful things. And at the end of the day, he looked at it and it was very good. And that's how it continued. But then there was one time when God looked at something he did. And that was the creation of Adam. And when he looked at him and he said something very important. And it's not that God made a mistake. He just wants us to know. You know, that's why he made Adam first. Because he wants us to know that it is not good for Adam to be alone. So Adam's here. If you're still alone... You must know it's not good for you to be in that state. Okay? Now, Adam, of course, was, was uh, growing up. He was the only person, together with Eve, who never came as babies into this world. you understand? But even so, he was having a grown body because God formed his body as a grown-up body. His emotions, his mind, still had to grow up. And so God made him to be alone for a while, until he realized, hey, it's not good to be alone. And I realized, you know the Bible says here in the book of Genesis chapter 2, that for man there was no helpmate or no partner found. Okay? No one was found to be fitting on the side of the man. Let me just read this whole passage of scripture in the book of Genesis, chapter 2, verse 18. Okay? Then the Lord God said, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper for who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still, there was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord made a woman from the rib, and he brought her to the man. At last, the man exclaimed, This one is born from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She will be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one, or the two will be one flesh. Praise the Lord. You know, when God was working to create the trees, it didn't take him much. He just said, let that grow up, let that come out. When he made the animals, it was just a very easy kind of uh, command and everything came into being. When God made man, he formed, he created, he took time. You understand? Because he made man in his own image. And when God made man in his own image, there was need for woman as well. Because man could not just be alone because he would not have been able to love, And he needed an opposite, you know, in order to be in love with that person. And so God deliberately, first of all, created all the other animals before he was coming back to Adam. And I think Adam realized, you know, I mean, it's nice to have all these animals jumping around, you know, elephants, rhinos, uh, uh, mice, or whatever you call it, you know. They were all nice animals somehow, but, you know, these are not animals you can uh, want to be with for the rest of your life. And so, you know, along the way, Adam must have looked around and said, you know, somehow I'm missing something, you know. I'm not able to speak to somebody my language. I, I name these animals, but they are so different from me. You know, look at, the, look at the, uh, 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 an animal like an elephant, thick skin, you know. And there is a man, you know, just standing next to it, very small. And of course, all the other animals. There was just no animal right, not even a monkey. And so eventually, God said, after he had seen that Adam noticed his need for somebody. Because I believe God wanted Adam to notice his need for a partner. Do you know that you are not coming into this world married? Even if they are twins, one boy and one girl, they are not getting married. Are you with me? Because brothers and sisters, they grow up Usually, they don't really find each other so attractive. But along the way, we realize the need for somebody in our life. And that's what happened to Adam. You know, that's what happens to every young man, every young woman. We are growing up to a level where we say, it's not good for me to be alone. And God said, "Hmm, that's right, exactly. I'm glad you found out. You know, every young man who comes to the point to say, it's not good for me to be alone, God says, I'm glad you found out. And some of you young men, I wonder, how did you not find out yet that it's not good for you to be alone? You know, you have been alone for too long. Because this is what God says, it's not good for a man to be alone. All right? This is God's word, not my word. And so when when Adam realized his needs, then God was ready to give him what he required. And God opened the sides of Adam and then removed something, you know, like a rib. In fact, the original uh, Hebrew language talks about something which God has taken out, not really, uh, you know, describing as a rib, but something from the... From the side of, of Adam. You know, today we know that every cell of a human being has got all the information of a human being. Even a scientist today can tell you that you can build out of one cell, you can build a whole human being. But of course, God separated man and made woman a very specific identity. Amen? He made her the feminine blessing. Praise the Lord. Adam was a man. He did not know a woman because there was no woman at that time. But when God took out something from him, because when God created man, he created man with the whole of mankind inside of Adam. And then he brought out that feminine part which became woman. And I want to tell you, friends, Brothers and sisters, God gave us women in this world to be a blessing to the world. Amen. Amen? Amen? There wouldn't be mankind without women. Just wouldn't be, okay? Have you ever seen a man who carried a baby in the womb? There just wouldn't be. But that's not the only, the, the only reason for, for uh, women to give birth. But, you know, God in his, in his wonderful plan prepared everything so great and perfect. Now, understand that God made a very, very powerful statement when he said this to Adam or about Adam, it's not good for man to be alone. And then we read this scripture in the book of Proverbs chapter 18, the man who finds a wife finds a treasure. Hey, those of you who are married, have you found that treasure? Yes, Pastor. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Unfortunately, there are some men who have never seen the treasure, the real treasure inside the, the wife they are with. You know, because a treasure usually is not found on the street. You understand? You have to, you know, find it. A treasure is usually hidden. Or, you know, even if you, have a, if you have a precious stone, you have to frame it, you have to put it in a ring so that it shines and comes out and shows its beauty. And, you know, this is what lots of men don't do. They are not digging into the deep to find the treasure which is in the feminine blessing. Let me tell you, man, if you are looking at your wife to be a burden, you are a... Uh, sorry... You're a man who doesn't know what you have because there is a treasure just next to you and you have not yet discovered it. It is important that you begin to dig deeper and find the treasure which God has given to you. There is truly a blessing in every woman who becomes the wife of her husband. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 14 says, Fathers can give their sons an inheritance of houses and wealth, but only the Lord can give an understanding wife. Praise the Lord. So, I want you to just go home with that point today that it's not good for man to be alone, but he needs to have that partner, that feminine blessing in his life. You know, our world will be not a ruthless world if there are blessed women who are going to have an influence upon their husbands. So, remember, husband, the treasure which God has given to you is there, but you have to discover it. You have to dig a little deeper. You have to lift it up. Maybe you have to set it in a frame. Make sure that you don't miss that treasure. Now the Bible says here, the one who finds a wife finds a treasure or finds a good thing, as another translation says, and on top of that receives favor from the Lord. Praise God. Now a human being is a human being, you know, and human beings have got their own mind, isn't it? But uh, young men, don't be afraid to get married. You know, I've talked to a lot of young men and they said, you know, women, these women, they have disappointed me. You know, I want to tell you, make a commitment to them. Okay, if you, if you see that God has given you somebody, and I, I believe that every, every man is, is, is earmarked for the right woman. I know that. Okay, you just keep your ears open to the Lord. He will lead you. He will give you eyes to see. You know, you will be attracted. Because the feminine blessing attracts. You understand? Men, those of you who are married, how did you find your wife? You know? Ask me, how did I find my wife? I was attracted to her. You understand? there was a good reason for it. Of course, there were lots of women around, but I was attracted to my wife. She was my feminine blessing, and she still is. Praise God. And, you know, when you make that commitment and you go into, into marriage, the Lord will add his favor upon your marriage. That's what the Bible says. That's why, you know, living together without Really going into a commitment, without going into marriage, without giving that promise to one another, is a futile exercise. You know, in the Western world these days, and unfortunately there's a lot of influence on us today through media, TV, television, uh, films, and so on. You know, where people say, we don't need this anymore. Let me tell you, we need it. We need it because we need the blessings of God. We need it because we need the family to be strong. We need to have marriage because only marriage will be guaranteeing that our society will be able to defend against the evil which is around us in our worlds. We know that the devil is trying to undermine all the institutions which the Bible has set up. You know, that's why today in the world, people are are talking about, uh, you know, gay marriages and uh, lesbian marriages and what have you you know and i'm sorry praise god we can still say what we think this is wrong you know if you say that in in uh, in one of the west some of the western countries you can get arrested but praise god i can say that we are living in zambia where we have got the freedom and where our government recognizes the need for a man and a woman to get married and be united And live in marriage. Praise the Lord. This is good. Amen. So I'm talking about the feminine blessing today. Okay. Now I'm not sure what you think right now. You know maybe you think the pastor doesn't know what I know. Because of course women can be a blessing but they can be a curse too. Look at Eve. Eve was uh, doing her thing and she got Adam sidetracked and very soon we were living in sin and we were separated from God and uh, here we are, even up to now. Look at some women in our world. How deceptive, how seductive. How evil they are. Can you see a woman with the name of Jezebel in the Bible? You know, and women out of control are really terrible. So women, please, stay under the authority of of your husbands and your gods. Because that's where you will be blessed. Amen? Well, for some so-called modern people, this all sounds outdated but it's our protection you know and of course the devil wants to destroy the protection and we must not allow him to do so now the bible says a woman who fears the lord is a blessing and that's why i thank god for all of you women here because you come here you fear the lord you want to hear what god is saying in your life and that's wonderful let me just read this again The Bible says, charm is deceptive. And you know, so much is spent to make uh, women charming, you know, make them beautiful, nice, and so on. But the word of God says, charm is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting, is passing away. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Hallelujah. You know, if you're looking at um, commercials, television commercials, or even, you know, in pamphlets where people want to sell something, usually you see, you know, lightly dressed women there. You know? And it's unfortunately coming more and more to Zambia, too. You know, some people who are making cars, you know, I mean, a car is is just a piece of material, you know, shaped out of, of, of steel or whatever, plastic, you know. And then when, you, when they have these big motor shows, you know, always when they are, you know, presenting a new car, they're putting some nice ladies there, you know, lightly dressed. Now, why do they do this? You know, because they want, they want to create an idea in the, in, the, in, the, in the brain cells of a man. You know, this car is feminine, you understand? And uh, the feminine part always attracts the male part. You understand? So, that's why cars become so attractive to men, you know? Do you know that? That's why men sometimes can talk hours and hours about uh, a piece of junk. And you say, it's not junk, it looks very nice, you know, the latest uh, whatever, you know, sports car, Benz or BM or whatever, you know. Ah, it's so nice. But look at it 15 years later. Then it's junk, you understand? Are you with me? You know, some of us, we get so hyped up about a piece of junk because that's what it is. It may look nice today, but look at it again, five years or three years. Or look at it just after it goes around the corner, it's involved in an accident. And then tell me how it looks like. Junk. eh? Not like human beings. You know, human beings have got life. Human beings are strong. Human beings are made wonderful. Human beings are creative. Have you ever seen a car which is bearing another car? I've never come uh, into the garage and found baby cars there. Never happened. And it will not happen. Because we can't do that. You know, we are human beings. God is the one who has made us and made us so that, that, that we can multiply. So a woman who fears the Lord is a blessing. And, you know, God has made the woman to be the feminine blessing to the man. God made woman beautiful. The Bible says a worthy wife. And a worthy wife is a God-fearing wife. Amen? Is a crown for her husband. Praise the Lord. I wonder why you are so quiet. You know? You husbands, have you never seen your crown? I, I, I just get so excited, you know, just thinking about this, is so good. I thank God for my wife. How do you think I found her? You know, God put it, put her in my way. It was not by accident, it was by God's design. I would have never found her, never, never, never. You know, she was living in another part where I would never have gotten to. But he put her in my way at one certain, certain situation. And I saw her and I got attracted. And I saw this is my feminine blessing. Praise the Lord. Young men, have you never seen your feminine blessing? Hmm? You know, sometimes we are we are we are wondering why certain certain people are finding it so difficult to to find a partner. You know, because they are sometimes afraid. Maybe they are making a a step and they want to talk to that lady and she is not immediately uh, going to say, oh yeah, I've been just waiting for you. You know, women never say that. Am I right? They will always want to find out uh, who is this one, you know? Young men, please, open your eyes. There's a feminine blessing waiting for you. Maybe you have not seen it yet. Maybe you see somebody who is very familiar to you, somebody you grew up with. You know, put that that picture aside and look behind that picture and see the feminine blessing which God has prepared for you. Young men, huh? I'm seeing some smiling faces here, you know? Now, let me tell you, you know, there's a big difference between... A woman who is living a God fearing life and a woman without God. I mean, go to the streets at night and see, you know, how women are standing there waiting for customers. And I'm I'm not condemning, you know, maybe they they have got problems which they try to to, to solve by, by standing on the street in prostitution. But you can't solve your problem that way. You can't. If you go in sin, sin will destroy you. And the Bible makes it very clear, you know, that women who are not fearing God are a destruction and even death. So the Bible takes us into truth, which the Word of God, you know, is very serious about. Listen to this. That's why I'm asking the question, blessing or curse? Okay. Woman, if you are here or if you are listening and you are not a God-fearing woman, it may well be that you're a curse. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 9 says, It is better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. You know I'm I'm feeling sorry I'm really feeling sorry for some people you know they have but beautiful mansions you know nicely everything there you know when you if you manage to walk through the gates you know you see the lawn green you see the, the 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 flowers wonderfully manicured you know you see the The the, the water splashing all over. It is so beautiful. It's almost like you enter paradise. (laughs) And if you stay there, you may be mistaken to say, Ah, I found paradise. There are some beautiful places around here. You know, wonderful places. But if you make the mistake to go through the door to some of these mansions, you will find out some other truths. Because you come from paradise straight into hell. <laughs> because there is tension, friction, battles, fist fights, name it. You know, I've seen, I've, unfortunately, you know, I've seen people coming out from, their, from such houses completely battered. So, what am I saying? Can I still talk about a feminine blessing? Yes, I can. I can. And I do. Because what I want to tell you women who are not under the control of your God, get God-fearing. You know, become a child of the living God and you will become a blessing to the people around you rather than a headache or torture. You know, torture is something bad. There's a, there's a scripture here uh, which talks about torture. Proverbs 20, 27 verse 15. The Bible says, a quarrelsome wife is as annoying as the constant trip on a rainy day. That's what you call torture. You know, you know, the Chinese, they have developed that torture method where they, set, they, they, put you, they put you on a chair and they bind you, you can't move your head anywhere. They shave your hair off, and then they let you sit there, and then what's coming to your head is just one drip. Chip. Chip. Chip! You can't put your head off. You know You may think, well, a drop of, of water doesn't matter. Well, sit there for an hour, sit there for two hours, sit there for a day and you go insane. You understand? You go absolutely nuts. And you know, when you have a woman like that at home, the Bible says, it is the dripping of a rainy day, a quarrelsome wife, a wife out of control, a wife not under the control of the living God, is torture. I've always been very nice to women, you know, and I want to be nice to women. But, you know, I have to (laughs) differentiate. But, you know, we have to differentiate, you understand? Because some women are a blessing and others are a curse. So, women, listen, look at yourself. Of course, you're saying, oh, it's my husband, it's my children, it's my dad, it's, my, it's this guy, it's that guy, it's those, those circumstances. But, you know, if you are not a godly woman, if you are not under the control of God Almighty, then you are troublemaking. Hmm? And, you know, that's why we need to get under the control of the mighty hand of God every day. Because even one day, you know, when you don't take time to pray and to meditate upon the word of God, you may become nasty. Hmm? It's very quiet now. (laughs) Well, thank God for the women folk. Women are strong. Women are powerful. They can do a lot of good, but they can do a lot of damage too. When Eve lost her fear for God, she led the world astray. Unfortunately, as I said some, some time ago, even Adam, the one who was supposed to be the head of Eve, was allowing her to, lead, to be led astray. You know, women are powerful. Do you know that? Women have influence on their husbands, a lot of it. More than they want even to accept no, you, you, of course, you don't have to tell that to a man. So men, just close your ears. <laughs> because, you know, men have pride. You understand? They want to show, I'm the head in the home. And you should be the head of the home. That's what the Bible says. But, you know, women are strong, powerful. They can do things. They can accomplish things. And women have got great influence over men. And that's why God said you must submit to the man. I love the Bible, you know, do do you know that there's only one chapter about the woman in the Bible, no chapter about men, but about women, there's one full chapter, almost full chapter. You know, women are great, but they must remain under the authority of the Almighty and under the authority of their husbands once they are married. Okay, then they are really a blessing. So ladies, especially those who may not go to church on a regular basis, those of you watching us on television, I want to tell you, you need to recognize the headship of God and the headship of your husband, if you have one. Every husband wants to please his wife, everyone, okay? And that's why every woman is able to, you know, sidetrack a man. You know, women have got a lot of gifts, a lot of talents. They were created more beautiful than the men folk. Isn't it? I think it's not a secret, isn't it? (laughs) Women are able to, you know, adorn themselves in a wonderful way. If you let a man, you know, a, a single man walk alone, you know, and if you come to his home, you will see this one is single. Too single. You know? I'm usually telling my, my uh, young couples who are get, coming for counseling, pre-marriage counseling, you know, when, when you go into the home of a, of a bachelor, you know, you knock... And it says, oh, come in, come in. You go in. The first thing you fall over is a pair of shoes somewhere. <laughs> you know, everything is dark because on the windows, there are no curtains. There are newspapers. <laughs> you want to sit on a chair. You can't sit on a chair because on the chair, there are the shirts and the trousers. <laughs> you go in the kitchen, all the the pots and pans which are available in that house are in the sink. <laughs> this is the home of a bachelor, you understand? Now bring a feminine blessing into that home. It will change, you know? It will change, you know? The smell will go, be gone and there will be a beautiful <laughs> There will be a beautiful fragrance You know, flowers on the, on the table And, and you think I'm joking, you know I've seen that, I have seen that And not just in my own life I've seen it in a number of my, my young friends, you know Somebody's laughing over there (laughs) A bachelor, of course, you know Because they're just discovering what I'm saying is probably very right. But bring a feminine blessing into the house, it changes. The newspaper will be banned from the windows. Okay? The trousers will go where they belong, you know, into the cupboard or the, the wardrobe. You know, the, 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 the shoes will find their place. Everything will just be in order. You know, sometimes I think when you come into the home of a bachelor, it's like in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. You know, it says the earth was empty, a formless mess. (laughs) Well... Isn't it the truth? You know, a formless maid cloaked in darkness. But when the woman comes in, you know, then it's like everything changes. Everything changes. Praise God for the women folk. Amen. You should say thank God for my wife. Maybe I've never said that, you know. Maybe you always find something to, to complain about your wife. You, you, you must open your eyes. There's treasure in front of you. Have you forgotten how you lived when you were a bachelor? <laughs> oh, praise God. Life is good, isn't it? Life is wonderful. So we thank God for the feminine blessing. You know, I tell you, there's so much richness in the word of God. We better listen to it. Let me just take you to the, to the book of Proverbs, chapter 31. I'm going to read from verse 10, okay? Are you with me? This is powerful. So, bachelors, just reflect on your, on your chaos at home, okay? It can change. It can change. If you bring a feminine blessing into your home. Who can find a virtuous and capable wife? She is more precious than rubies. Does anybody know what a ruby is? You know, a ruby is a very precious stone. You know, it is not like uh, the emerald, which is green. A ruby, as far as I remember, is, is um, orange or reddish. I, I, I could be wrong. I'm not very good in that, but I think so. All right? Precious stone. All right? She is more precious than rubies. Those of you who are married why don't you read this and say, who has found, and then you put the name of your wife there. <laughs> found the treasure. And then you put the name of your wife there again. Is more precious than rubies. Precious stone. Hmm, it will be good. You will, it will be a good exercise. I'm telling you. Her husband can trust her. Woman, can your husband trust you? She will greatly enrich his life. Have you heard that? She will greatly enrich his life. You know, one thing I like like about the Bible, the Bible tells the truth. Okay, so please, I'm not telling you fairy tales. And uh, I know enough people Who have proved the word of God to be true. I'm one of them. Okay. Even in this scripture. Okay. I can tell you. Who found Esther. That's me. I found the treasure. You understand? She is more precious than the best precious stones. Oh hallelujah. I can trust her. I'm telling you, I have proved it over and over and over again. This is beautiful. And she is greatly enriching my life. Hallelujah. Last week she was out. She was in Livingston. I was in big trouble, I tell you. I was, I was really troubled, you know. You know, then you realize how much a woman is doing, you know. The, 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 you know, the trousers and the shirts are piling up. You know, he says, oh, I hope she's coming soon, you know, because. <laughs> but that's not even the biggest problem. The biggest problem is, you know, all the things she's dealing with, they're certainly on me. I think I'm busy, but when she's not there, I'm going nuts. I'm telling you. She is a blessing. I hope your wife is true. The word of God is true. Okay? Now let me read on. And maybe I read a little bit more. I can't can't stop everywhere. Otherwise, my time is, is running out. The Bible says, verse 12, She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. Hey! You, bachelor's. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Find the wife. Look for one, man. It's high time. She will bring good all the days of your life. She finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She's like a merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant's girl. She goes to inspect the field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She's energetic and strong, a hard worker. Hey, praise the Lord. Isn't that true in Zambia? You know, women are hardworking. Men, you know, I see men sitting and chatting all day. Women are working. You know, you go in the rural areas, you see the man walking like this, you know. Maybe with somebody else chatting, and the woman behind with everything loaded up. <laughs> Women are hard workers. Mm, I tell you, let me go on. You know, I'm actually, I should preach about every one of these sentences. Maybe I will do it very soon. She's energetic, once again, 17. She's energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread. Her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. Praise the Lord. Maybe I should stop here for a moment. You know, there are too many good things here. Have you found a chapter about men like this in the Bible? Yeah, women. Congratulations. You know, man, if your home is in ruins, why don't you make your wife the treasurer? The Bible says hmm. she is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Hello? You know, man, if there's no money in your house, every time you're getting something, it immediately disappears. You should put your wife in charge of your home. I'm not joking. I think I have heard the pride of some men. <laughs> I'm telling you, women, they will take care for the family. That's for sure. A man can get money, and then he goes off and buys useless things, including, uh, you know, alcohol and what have you, but even other things which have no bearing on the, on the well-being of the family. A woman does not do that. Mm. I mean, at least a godly woman. Okay, woman out of control can do it, yes. But a woman who has got children will make sure the children are well taken care of, well dressed up, going to school, getting a good education, taking care of their husbands. Women do that. Men, (laughs) Uh, am I stepping on your toes or what is it? So man, if, if, if you are in debts, Because, you know, you have done so many things which were working out to be bad decisions in your life. Why don't you try to put your wife in charge? You know, when you bring your money, bring it home and say, my wife, I know you mean it well with me and my children and my family. Why don't you take care? You will not regret it, provided your wife is a godly woman. You will not regret it. Hello? Okay, all right. I'm not trying to be a pain in your neck today. But uh, let me read on. Verse 21. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. Didn't I say that just now? She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Mm -hmm. She knows how to look beautiful, isn't it? She knows what is attractive. But she's not selfish. She is taking care for everybody before that. Verse 23, her husband is well known at the city gates when he sits with her other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. She's clothed with strength and dignity. And she laughs without fear of the future. Praise the Lord. You know, I'm talking about godly women here. Not not any other women, godly women. When she speaks, her words are wise. And she gives instructions with kindness. She carefully watches everything in her household and suffers nothing from laziness. Her children stand and bless her. Her husband praises her. There are many virtuous and capable women in the world, but you surpass them all. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says, a woman, a godly woman, is a crown for her husband's. And there is reference here to the city gates in three different verses. You can read it for yourself. Verse 23, verse 10, and verse 31. Three times there is city gates mentioned. You know, the city gates in the Old Testament times, they were the civic centers of their time. Okay, that's where the the city was ruled from. This is where the leaders got together in the gates. And the Bible says the name of the man will be lifted because of the woman. Okay? When the man comes with a new garment, you know, all men know this garment has not come by itself. No man has created the garment. It is the woman behind the man. If the man is successful, they know it is the woman who has made the man successful. And when there is praises, you know, they are lifting each other up. My, my, you are are blessed. Such a woman like yours. You are really blessed. And that's what is a crown to the husband. Amen? So, a a godly woman is trustworthy, is beautiful, is impressive. Amen? Is attractive. And as I have read, She will greatly enrich the life of her husband. Husbands, if that is not true in your life, I'm telling you, you are to blame. Hello? You have had a treasure next to you. You have not lifted the treasure. You have made the treasure look dirty. Are you with me? This is good advice. I want you to read this scripture for one month every day, every day, read through that scripture. Proverbs 31 from verse 10 to 31. Read it every day until it is so clear inside of your heart and mind that you can say it by heart. And then I want you to believe it, not just say it, but believe it. And then you put the name of your of your of your madam there. And if you don't see reality and uh, the the the, the The truth of the word of God uh, lining up, it's not the word of God which is wrong. It's your reality. It's your eyes which don't see properly. Hmm? So I've got, once again, good advice. Ladies, cheer up. Good things are coming. Your husbands are going to discover the treasure in your life. Men, don't just go home and say, "Mm." What was wrong with the pastor today? <laughs> but try it out. Do it. And I tell you, you will see. You know, the Bible tells us here so clearly that the woman has a heart for the family. She has a heart for the husband. She has a heart for the family. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. A godly woman will do that, I can, uh, I can assure you. She provides for her household. She is strong and energetic. You know, if you read through, it talks about her words, her hands, her fingers, her lamp, and all these are working for the good of the family. You know, if we have women who are standing under the authority of God and accept their husbands as God's gift in their life, you know, the family will be strong. The family will not grumble under the attack of the evil one, but will be powerful and strong. And verse 28 says, her husband praises her. I talked last week about that, you know. When have you last honored your, your wife, husbands? When have you last praised your wife? You had one week. Have you done your homework? Men, I'm talking to you. Only one. (laughs) Only one. I'm only hearing one voice. So please, go back to do your homework this time, even with more vigor. Praise God. You know, lift the treasure in your wife's life and get the feminine blessing which God has prepared for you. You know, a woman is a crown for her husband. And let your wife be a crown for your life. I mean, let your woman, you know, be the crown for your life, husbands. That's the way I should say it, okay? Not that you get wrong ideas. But you know, the woman is not only a crown for her husband. She is an asset to the children. And the Bible tells us that the children will bless her. You know why? Because children know how important mom is in their lives. You know, mom is always there for them. They cry, mom is there. Daddy is always out, you know. But mom is always there. Daddy sometimes doesn't understand, you know. Daddy gets agitated, mom understands. Isn't it so? You know, when children grow up, they will remember how much the woman has done. I'm asking you, are you not a child? Do you not have a mom in your life? And even if you have not known your mom, your your, uh, mom who has born you, maybe your aunt brought you up, or somebody who acted in the place of a mom. Just think how much your mom, whoever was standing in her place, has contributed to your life. You know, a woman is a blessing to the man to the children, and to society. She is remembering the needs around her. I wish there would be more women CEOs in companies, you know, because our world would be a different companies. You know, women, they see a need, and their heart goes out, and they're doing something. You can see that. Just check the newspapers. When you see a company donating, often there's a woman CEO or a woman behind that kind of initiative. Prove me wrong, if you like. But it's true. You know, the woman makes the family strong. The woman is able to keep the values intact and powerful and brings a good reputation to the society because of her stunt. Therefore, women, let us seek the face of God and I want every woman to be a godly woman.